Content warning. This episode of the Unlock Moment podcast discusses suicidal feelings. There was really no reason for being in this world. And I wasn't sad or angry or, you know, the truth is I didn't feel anything at all. And that's when I found myself on the edge of a bridge. I was one cold winter night and I could see my breath as I slowly leaned forward and I let go. But at that moment, something happened. So for the very first time since my father had died, I felt something inside me. And it drew me back from jumping. It literally saved my life. So that night, I learned an important lesson. I learned that transformation requires more than letting go of the status quo. Without the other half of the equation, letting go just, you know, leaves you in free fall. And if all I had done on that bridge was uh, let go, you know, then I would not be here talking to you today. So you're probably wondering, what is the other half? Well... My name's Dr. Gary Crotez, and I'm a coach, podcaster, and award-winning author of The Idea Mindset, a book about how to figure out what you want and how to get it. The Unlock Moment is that flash of remarkable clarity when you suddenly know the right path ahead. When I'm in conversation with my coaching clients, these are the breakthroughs that are so profound that they remember vividly where they were, who they were with, what they were thinking when their Unlock Moment happened. In this podcast, I'll be meeting and learning about people who have accomplished great things or brought about significant change in their life, and you'll be meeting them with me. We'll be finding out what inspired them, how they got through the hard times, and what they learned along the way that they can share with you. Thank you for joining me on this podcast to hear all about another Unlock Moment. Hello, dear listener, and welcome to another episode of the Unlock Moment podcast. I was privileged to meet Uwe Dockhorn recently when I recorded on his podcast, Lift Off with Energizing Results. But it was his story that captured me, and I wanted to bring it here to the Unlock Moment so you could hear it for yourself. Based in Germany but working globally, Uwe is a mental health advocate and executive coach. He calls himself the Lifestyle Liberator and founded a program called the AIM Experience for busy executives and their VIPs, their very important partners at home. He's on a mission to unlock the latent potential within high-achiever families elevating the standards of leadership success and triggering a ripple of positive impact that echoes through generations. He strongly believes that to become a better leader, you must first become a better partner at home. We'll come on to talk about the work Uva does today, but I really want to hear more about his journey through life and how it shaped the person he is and the work he chooses to do. Uva.corn, it is my great pleasure to welcome you to the Unlock Moment. Well, thank you, uh, Gary. This is so amazing. I'm already having the goosebumps when you, when you started talking, you know, <laughs> kind of like remembering uh, the last goosebump moment we had uh, on my podcast. You know, it's a, it's a final question always. And uh, 
it's always uh, exciting for me uh, to be on someone else's podcast and experience the goosebumps for myself because I'm very excited about being here. So thank you for the opportunity. Fantastic. Thanks so much for accepting the invitation. Now, before we get into your origin story, just paint a picture of today briefly for my listeners. When you meet someone new, how do you introduce yourself? <laughs> That's a good question. Well, before just pitching into a kind of like the, the typical what we do, I, I just would say, well, I, I'm just Uwe Darkern and I'm uh, kind of like living um, my purpose in life, being the coach I am today. And it's all tied to my story. And we can dive into that a little bit later. So I, I live in a beautiful place here in the south of Germany. I lived over t almost 20 years in Berlin. So really hectic metropole, as you know. And uh, so I came back here to um, uh, take care of my mom. And so, but also from a business perspective, kind of like the south is uh, more profitable uh, than the east uh, of Germany. But I was working internationally so since more than, gosh, more than 20 years now. And so it just, you know, English is kind of like my, well, not second language. Well, it's kind of like the second language after German, but I speak more English than I speak uh, German in the daily life. And I love uh, cooking, for example. So I really I do love that. And I have the privilege to live at a beautiful lake where I just have also only 20 minutes to the Austrian Alps. 90 minutes, I'm in Italy. I can't complain. Uh, life is good. <laughs> Fantastic. And, and your family? Yeah, so I'm, um, unfortunately, this is also part of my story. I will dive into that. So my, my mom died uh, in 2016, and I dive into that a little bit. And so my dad was already died when I was 23. So I lost really important members of my family. And uh, I'm single at the moment. Um, it's interesting because of the work I do, because it just uh, came <laughs> into place that I'm helping couples mostly so kind of like the executives and their vips as i call them the very important partners uh, but i'm single at the moment and just you know after the move from berlin uh, where i had my last relationship uh, back to uh, you know where my mom uh, lived taking care of her covid came and all the other stuff so well you kind of like you know i'm i'm on the market let's put it that way <laughs> back on the market <laughs> Well, if anyone contacts me after the podcast, I'll, I'll, I'll put them in touch. Oh, thank um, you. <laughs> so, Uwe, where do we need to start in your journey to understand your unlock moment and the person you are today? Well, as I said, I think it really starts uh, and it uh, ties really through my life uh, six days before Christmas in 2016 uh, when my mother died. And I always cherished that I, you know, I was there for her literally holding her hands when she left. And I, I loved my family and it was my safe haven. And although they gave me, you know, their love and protection as a young boy, I was sexually abused and told no one. And so then after I lost two very important family members, my uncle when I was 16 and my father when I was 23, something just broke inside of me. And I started to believe that the remaining member of my family had just given up on me. And so. As it often happens, I distanced myself from then even my mother because I felt I couldn't risk opening up to them. So I think you can understand that. And so, well, I became isolated, separated from friends, lost my job, was overwhelmed physically and emotionally exhausted and felt there was really no reason for being in this world. And I wasn't sad or angry or, you know, the truth is I didn't feel anything at all. And that's 
when I found myself on the edge of a bridge. I was one cold winter night and I could see my breath as I slowly leaned forward and I let go. But at that moment, something happened. So for the very first time since my father had died, I felt something inside me and it drew me back from jumping. It literally saved my life. So that night, I learned an important lesson. I learned that transformation requires more than letting go of the status quo. Without the other half of the equation, letting go just, you know, leaves you in free fall. And if all I had done on that bridge was uh, let go, you know, then I would not be here talking to you today. So you're probably wondering, what is the other half? Well, the second half of the equation is to feel, perceive, and let in what is already there. Letting go and letting in, it's a two-part mechanism, and they're only complete as a pair. And on that bridge all those years ago, I let in a small spark that grew into a powerful flame. And I made myself a promise that I'm still keeping today to make it, um, you know, kind of my, my, my life's mission to help others learn this secret. It's so important because letting go and letting in is crucial for your well-being, for your, you know, your career trajectory and your family's happiness. Kind of like letting in energy, positive thoughts and a sense of certainty and letting go of self-doubt, fear, negativity and stress. And it really is that simple. And the more you do it, the more it happens. And it's like a switch that you can consciously flip to yeah, strengthen and re-energize your relationship with your partner every single day. So essentially, your, your letting go and letting in switch is also your anti-burnout system. You know, and it even can divorce-proof your marriage and help you to become a better leader and grow the business of your organization. So... That's kind of like why I do what I do, essentially. I mean, it's a, it's an incredibly powerful story, and I and I really appreciate your your openness with sharing it in this in this forum. I've been thinking a lot and talking a lot recently about aloneness, um, and aloneness. People often, you know, they they normally think of that word as a very negative word, being alone. But sometimes people are talking to me about moments of aloneness in a powerful way because it's it's about taking accountability owning you know the choices that you make for you in that moment as you think of letting go on the bridge and then and then bringing yourself back what what does aloneness mean for you in in that moment i think there are two two sides of the coin as always kind of like the letting go letting in uh you know as i just uh, explained and uh so the way up to that bridge, I felt very alone. But in the moment after, I realized, oh, I'm kind of like, oh, I'm still here. So not right there, but over time, it just grew that we are always alone. It's just the way how we deal with it, how we, you know, get to know ourselves better, how we get to understand our inner workings and get to a point what I call certainty about ourselves. 
And when you come from that experience, and it's not just a thought, it's an experience to feel that you're certain about who you are and why you're here and what this is all about for, for yourself alone, right? Because that's kind of like the unique perspective that we all share with each other, not with each other, but, you know, and later with each other. And so, and from that perspective, you are always in, in that position to go your own way, go your own path, do the next step. So in that, you're always alone, but you don't have to feel alone. So that's a decision that you also can make uh, because you are in charge of that because you can let in something that is already there. And the certainty is something we all have. And from that certainty comes automatically confidence, the authenticity, because it's all aligned with who you are. And in the unlock moment, I'm, I'm really interested in the difference between the moment that you know something you didn't know before and separately the moment of deciding something different or, or doing something different. So you've described in the actual moment what that felt like, what you were thinking. And then you described what you went on to do. So started to talk about some of the things that you've gone on to do as a result of that thought. In the, in the short period after that experience, like as you walked off the bridge, uh, you know, in the, in the hours afterwards, in the, in, in the days afterwards, what do you think you started to know that you didn't know before? Well, that I could feel, for example, uh, because at that moment when I first felt something, it was really kind of like the experience uh, that, you know, being numb before and now feeling all the emotions. And there's another, there's a promise also that I made uh, uh, really walking back from that bridge is because I could feel finally. And the promise I'm keeping to myself is uh, that I will. I promise myself to live a life where I allow myself to feel every emotion that I'm capable of experiencing and feeling no matter what. And so I really walked away with that realization and that helped me to gain more confidence and certainty, of course, uh, about myself because, oh yeah, that's me. And having that understanding. So it, it really, it's a process. So from that moment on that bridge, it took years to really get to, to gain the, the, the certainty. But that is also kind of like when I am seeing it now, um, with my program, uh, the AIM experience, I guide my clients through a similar experience. You know, we, we don't all have kind of like that tragic, traumatic experience but we all have something we all have an extraordinary incident in our past where everything is rooted you know kind of like it forms we, we are reacting to that extraordinary incident in the past without knowing better of course then we program ourselves because of that uh, incident and therefore we uh, you know uh, we program it in our belief system hence i don't belong i can't feel uh, and and there are thousands of others, of course, and uh, and these false beliefs, which I call elephant thinking, by the way. <laughs> so you create and develop the patterns of your life, and therefore the patterns of your life uh, develop uh, your behavior. So anytime you want to change something, go into this direction. I call this sometimes like walk like an Egyptian. 
<laughs> kind of like, and you want to go into a different direction, you always carry back into that direction that you programmed yourself in the past. You know? And so, and then, you know, you experience these patterns and it's kind of like a stop sign showing up in front of your face and you're wondering, why is this happening again? Why am I here again? I thought I dealt with it years ago. But essentially, it's just a message from your belief system telling you, well, everything is okay, as just as you programmed me all these years ago. So when we talk about how to resolve these issues, it's like, uh, and gain traction towards your, your certainty. I guide my clients through that uh, aim process so they can activate their letting go, letting in capability first then identify their core elephant thinking because always the first domino piece that started all this. And then we can, in, in, a, in a very intensive uh, uh, session, I, I guide them towards that moment where they hit rock bottom and then we go back and open up and create the opposite experience and create a memory, a new experience that's more positive and hopeful. Kind of like I walked away from that experience and I thought, hey, I can't feel before I believed I can't feel. And, you know, we're changing the programming in the, in the process and it's guided, it's safe in a neutral container that we set up, of course, a coaching container, systemic coaching container. And there you create these experiences from a client's perspective. If you go through that process, you hit rock bottom, you turn around, literally turn around, and then walk your first step in creating a new belief. It's like, so who, who can you be? Who, who are you now? So, and you change the identity and that's the crucial point. You, 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 and you know, you cannot do this on your own. <laughs> it sounds so simple sometimes because you need guidance and kind of like, you know, there's your coach as well, kind of like I consider myself always as the questioning tool, a professionally trained mirror and questioning tool that asks the right question at the right moment to um, my client so they can see kind of like, oh, this is what's going on and they can ask and answer the question and therefore kind of like getting out of this experience and, uh, you know, later on build on that because they always can fall back on that experience and that memory. I've done it before because you will have to face setbacks. And that is part of the later uh, stage of the program where we kind of like induce that auto organically because it just happens. <laughs> What's really striking here, and, and you see it much more formally done in, in the therapy space, but the importance of of the coach or the therapist doing their own work before they can work with other people. And I think that comes across really strongly here that the reason that you can do what you do is because of the time you spent early on doing the work on yourself to get there. And can you bring to life, you describe, you know, the time it took from that moment on the bridge to finding your full understanding. What was in that journey? What was the work that you had to do? To, to get you to a place where, where you had made sense of it all and, and figured out where, where you're putting it all for your future? Absolutely. So, of course, you mentioned therapy. I was in therapy. And uh, so it uh, was really behavioral therapy uh, and uh, getting all to the root causes, identifying, you know, um, the things that I was sexually abused. Uh, and so I, you know, there was a lot of kind of like things that I hadn't processed for myself and allowed myself to 
you know, perceive, feel and perceive and let in something else. And so I went through that whole process uh, of therapy and um, I can really say, so when I was uh, at the edge of the bridge, I was 28. And uh, when I finally found kind of like who I am, uh, I was 42. So it took uh, a while to really get there, but it's a constant journey you're on and uh mostly you're struggling with the outer stuff because after i lost everything you have to create everything you kind of like you have to create your new environment for yourself uh from scratch so to speak and so you grow with that so essentially really it sometimes felt like um i started a new life completely carte blanche and uh here we go and so and i think that's that's kind of like where it's always rooted for me kind of like to fall back like, hey, yeah, there's no way back to that before. So it was always like, hey, this is a transformation. And essentially, this is what I promised my clients also to crack their code of transformation and how you tick. And so essentially, this pathway was personal development. You 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 read books. And early on, I started reading um, English and American uh, articles and authors and uh, etc. So, it, because most of it wasn't there in German, <laughs> so at that point I was like, where where to look at? And so, it, it's really kind of like the commitment to constant uh, personal growth and development, and seeing it kind of like, yeah, that's just the path uh, I'm on. And um, eventually, it just I created so much momentum. Toward, I was a regional manager at one point uh, in Berlin, and uh, and then I was kind of like around forty. I said, "So what now? What's kind of like? So do I know who I am? No. <laughs> do I know why I'm here? So what I want to do the next five, ten, fifteen years? So that set me up on my next journey, which essentially led very rapidly to that another very striking moment in my life." where, you know, I was, you know, taking a sabbatical first and then I just uh, went into, uh, you know, an organization where you... So we got coached by other coaches, which were amazing. And one thing always resonated very strongly with me and that was the sentence like um, accompanying people on their way to their perception. Very strongly rooted. So it's very, very resonating with me. And I had so much respect uh, to do that that I decided against being a coach after my training program. <laughs> so, you know, it was it was really like I, tra I, I started as a trainer. I did a lot of trainings uh, in corporate and project management teams uh, with the army here in Germany, et cetera. But I always was something missing in the equation. So there was always this this feeling of like, well, there are 12 people, they have to jump over the so-called training wall. And if they're good, then you're good. They're doing a good job. And uh, But there's always one, two people in that training that need more intense, uh, you know, support in that regard. And so and I was always kind of like feeling like, man, well, I wish I could do more here, but we have to get everyone over, kind of like the thing, the training wall. So... But then I got a call a couple uh, years after, you know, I, my coach from my trainer, 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 coach training, uh, called me and said, hey, you want to become a member of uh, our team and uh, you have marketing background, uh, you're a coach uh, and trainer. And so then I started in this academy. 
And uh, this, my first rule was kind of like having first conversations with everyone who came into uh, that uh, organization. And so I had, at the beginning, it was 20, uh, 30 minutes conversation and they grew longer and longer and longer. They were all one-on-one. And so, because I was shocked because 15% of the people knew where they want to go and 85 had no idea where they want to go. I was at the, at the end of a day, a very rewarding, fulfilling day. And there I sat. And I just look over, what are you doing here? So you're using these coaching uh, techniques, you're doing uh, all the stuff. Why don't you allow yourself to be a coach? And in that moment, it just internally clicked and the switch was, you know, really done for myself and the rest is history. So this is the moment where I understood who I am, why I'm here and what my scope is. And that's just what I uh, follow through. And that is what I help my clients with now. These unlock moments are fascinating. And, and the one you described there is really powerful. And I wrote down here, just as you were describing that last part, the question you asked yourself was, what are you doing here? It's a question that really touches on purpose. And I think that I've appreciated more and more as I've talked to people about their unlock moments, this connection to a deep sense of purpose. And then the other thing that I observe, and again, I see this a lot, is this sense of before that moment, it was not clear. And it wasn't even necessarily clear which question you were trying to answer. And then suddenly in that moment, unexpectedly and remarkably, something becomes clear that is forever clear. So that, that sense of, I just knew. And, and you articulate that really well. And I think that I find it a fascinating thing to talk to people about, precisely because it's a bit unpredictable. You know, you, you weren't sitting there going, I need to, by the end of this week, figure out this thing. It was just you're describing in that moment, suddenly it just came to you in such a clear way. And that's such a vivid memory for you now when you, when you look back. What do you think made that the moment of finding that clarity? Well, I think um, what the, the couple of things I want to respond to that. Um, so I already was on that path. And I think I can compare it to what I do now with my clients because it's a, essentially it's the same thing. I know the trigger. So the, the AIM experience is an acronym. AIM stands for activation, implementation, and manifestation. And essentially, so there are trigger moments that you need to experience to get to that moment where I promise my clients to experience the second most important day in their life, which is based on that Mark Twain quote. You know, two most important days in your life are the, the day uh, you're born and the day you find out why. So, and to experience the second most important day, you have to have a triggered momentum experiences that is reflected in the aim experience. So from letting go and letting uh, in experience and how to use it in all seven areas of your life to implement that and then getting to the manifestation stage where you first have to master setbacks because we are all trapped by our own patterns. And so we are kind of like drifting away from that question that you are just how to get there. And that is what I do with my clients. And this is also what differentiates me because I coach both partners at the same time, but separately. 
so they can regain their independence within the relationship and start to level up to each other. Because what I realized over the last uh, over 17,000 sessions was that there's a pattern in these, especially in these high achiever um, uh, families, that from the perspective of the uh, the the VIP, the very important partner at home, they're typically down here while the breadwinner is up here. So they resent that. They feel abandoned. They ask themselves, what about me, et cetera. So, and this is why we get into um, the one-on-one -on -one coaching separately. And then we just bring it together organically in, we call this falling back in love sessions. <laughs> Lots of goosebumps moments there. And uh, so this is the moment where they realize, oh gosh, this is why I trigger you with my sticky family patterns and vice versa. And because they've dealt with it on their own uh, separately first, they are now ready to discover the truest, deepest co uh, connection with each other. And that helps them to, you know, upgrade to an interdependent uh, relationship where they are eye to eye, respectfully enjoying unshakable togetherness, having more fun, intimacy, adventures, and get better results at work. Because I strongly believe that in order to or to become a great leader, you must first become a better partner at home. Thank you for bringing that all to life. And I think that my listeners will be able to hear that that's, that's deep work you're doing with people. It's going into some, some, some big topics and, and getting rid of the heart of who they are individually and, and, and together in partnership as well. It's really interesting to hear. And for people who are... You know, people who feel they've been let down in the past or, or people who feel it's difficult to trust. How do you help them to trust more? Yeah, so it goes back to the identifying the core elephant thinking. So what is the strongest, the first domino piece first? So that's the first phase in activation. It takes 90 days. So we were very thorough uh, in identifying a lot of elephants <laughs> that you you gather, uh, everybody gathers um, in this life and identifying the one that is the, the, the most one because it's all rooted at, uh, you know, in, your, in your belief system. And if you have ex had a, uh, bad experiences, you reacted to that, as I explained earlier, and programmed yourself. So we have to identify the root cause of that uh, belief, uh, that false belief that is still active today and keeps you away. And so that's, it sounds simple, yeah. But it's detective work and, you know, having these conversations. But as a client, you just be there and have a conversation because I'm just asking a question. If you allow yourself to feel and perceive, because, you know, the entry point to change, I always tell my clients, you can't think yourself through uh, change or transformation. It just works when you feel and perceive on the emotional level. It doesn't work other way. So you can't think, okay, I changed this now. So, and ta-da, it just, it doesn't work like that. So you have to make the internal connection. And sometimes, somewhere I read that, you know, you can sometimes compare it to your soul is on that very slow path. You know, see my hand moving very slowly off, uh, kind of like that's the velocity that your soul, your kind of like your core is moving. And then your thoughts are kind of like this. They're kind of like jumping up around, around, around. And you're just getting kind of like that, that's, that slow path in alignment with a thought. And that is the moment we described earlier. Oh, then it might click internally. Now I get it. So you really want to 
what I do and I think what, what our coaches are doing is, or should do is kind of like helping clients to get to that moment where of realization where they have that aha moment where they understand, oh, this is how it feels. It works. Having goosebumps right now when I talk about this, <laughs> because this is where what it what is also an effect of uh, being on the other side. Because many people fear what can be. I can I change, etc. Well, you're rewarded by goosebumps. So doesn't sound bad. It's really energizing, and that's what I stand for: energizing results, as you know. <laughs> Amazing. What's one thing that you want my listeners to take away that can really help them to think differently? Well, I think the, 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 we talked a lot about uh, that, but I think it's, it's all embedded in mental health. And in that mental health space, it's all about uh, creating instead of work-life balance, because I don't believe in work-life balance. It's just the status of like, oh, can I balance this or not? And instead, there's only work-life harmony. And within that work-life harmony, uh, you can create and uh, recycle your motivation by gaining the motivation at home with your partner, with your loved ones, so you can spend it at work and then repeat. And the missing link to all that is your letting go and letting in skill that you can uh, learn. And I'm doing this, uh, helping clients to get closer to that understanding in monthly live demonstrations uh, where people can uh, join me and, uh, you know, your credit card is safe. I just explained how this all works. Uh, and then we can have a conversation about if you'd like to work with me. Fantastic. And how can people find out more about you and, and the work you're doing? Well, thank you. Um, so essentially at, uh, on my website, uh, we announce all the, the live demonstrations also there. And we have also a survey where you can ring big. Uh, we have uh, an assessment about uh, what's your number one hidden stress relief blocker. There are a lot of assets you can find there. And you just go to www.uvedarkhorn.com. That's spelled U-W-E-D-O-C-K-H-O-R-N.com. Fantastic. And we'll put that in the show notes as well. The unlock moment is that flash of remarkable clarity when you suddenly know the right path ahead. For mental health advocate and executive coach Uva Dotkorn, it was choosing not to jump from the bridge that set him on a path to letting go and letting in. Uva, thank you so much for sharing your story with such authenticity and vulnerability and for joining me today on the unlock moment. Thank you. It was really my pleasure. Thank you, Gary. Appreciate you. This has been The Unlock Moment, a podcast with me, Dr. Gary Crotez. Thank you for listening in. You can find out more about how to figure out what you want and how to get it in my book, The Idea Mindset. Find me on Instagram at Dr. Gary Crotez and subscribe to this podcast to get notified about future episodes. Most listeners to this podcast on Apple and Spotify haven't yet hit the follow button. If there's one thing you can do right now to help me out, then please click the follow button. The more followers I have, the better guests I can attract for you to learn from. Thanks again for listening and join me again soon here on The Unlock Moment.